Well, welcome to the Pokemon Raceway Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Teal. Wait a minute. That's the wrong Kevin. Wait, no, what? No, 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 no. This is the exactly right Kevin for this podcast to be hosting. So thank you to my wonderful co-hosts for joining me today. We have JJ John John LaRose. What's up? <laughs> and we have Chrissy, our wonderful intern in the marketing and communications department here at Pokemon Raceway. I feel like Raceway. I need a cool name like John John. Over no, there. no, no. <laughs> well, just wait. You're only, you're, you're only two months into this gig yet. You'll get a nickname. Trust me. I'm I'm four. four what, o- what other nicknames do you have, JJ, around here? None. JJ. One, I heard our, one president, our president, Ben May, and uh, Ricky Durst came up with a good one for you, and Kevin Heaney. Um, it's called Rosie, and I know we've, I was we've mention mentioned that. that. We've mentioned that on the podcast before, but it hasn't stuck yet. So maybe this summer uh, at Pokemon Raceway, it'll, it'll get stuck, and you'll have people just come up, coming up to you and saying, Hi, Rosie, how's it going? It's not going to stick, Bruce. Calm down. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. So, hey, guess what? We're doing this podcast without Kevin Heaney today. Why? Why? Because yeah. we have a little special treat for you guys. So we brought in our podcasting uh, in-house this year, um, and this is going to give us a, the, the ability to sometime also include fans. I know we've mentioned this before, and today we are going to have our first fan podcast. Oh, so we cool. are going to invite one of our longtime fans here at Pokemon Raceway in. Uh, his name's Harvey. 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 Ooh, this is exciting. Yeah, so Harvey has been um, one of one of the great fans. Me and JJ probably don't know Harvey as well as some other people in this organization does. I know yep. Harvey has a good rapport with Ricky, and I'm sure Ricky is our senior director Senior Director of Fan Engagement and Marketing. Well, that's easy for you to say. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm just stumbling over my words. We just came in from uh, recording our Seed of the Week video. Yeah, yeah. So that offer's still going, too, if you're listening to this podcast on Thursday. So check out Seed of the Week slash Dry Dean. Actually, watch the Facebook Live video first. Seed of the Week slash Try PoconoRaceway.com slash Dry Dean oh. to check out this week's Seed of the Week offer. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm losing it as a host, ain't I? Yeah, yeah you're done. You're about, to get, you're about to get kicked out. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're going to... Hold on. What is this week's Seed of the Week offer? At least tell them. Well, no, they have to watch Seed of the Week. This isn't the Seed of the Week thing. Right, they have to so watch go Seed to, of the Week. Go to, go to Facebook, yeah. watch Seed of the Week, and then go to PokemonRaceway.com slash Drydean and get your tickets. It's a today. great offer. Yeah, get your tickets today. That's right. <laughs> we're, we're getting close to the, the race weekend, and we're going to talk to Harvey a little bit about what he's looking forward to this year at Pokemon Raceway. Uh, he's been coming out for years, and I'm excited to get to know him better. Mm-hmm. He, I, I kind of started to mention it, but Ricky and him have had a good rapport over the last couple of years and had a, many of conversations. Um, and Ricky was always uh, egging us on to, you know, uh, talk to Harvey, get his story, and somehow put it out there. And we figure, what better way to get Harvey's story out there than on our first ever edition of uh, the podcast with a fan? This is pretty cool. We've done the fan blogs for, what, two years yeah. now? Yeah, we always uh, like to do our fan spotlight blogs. So this is kind of kind of like that. Um, just in a little bit longer form, and we're going to ha- have a chat with them. All right, so we got that coming up. Let's talk about what we just did last past uh, beginning of the week here on Monday. Yeah, me and you. and Monday, uh, like yesterday? Right, but when this <laughs> podcast comes, it comes out, it'll be Thursday, so it's right. Monday. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. So me, you, and Kevin Heaney, and uh, Craig, our, our uh, steam sales guy here at Pocono Raceway, we went up to uh, Boston to go cheer on one Jimmy Johnson with our friends at Ally Racing and Team Hendrick. That was pretty cool, man. I've never been uh, never been north. I, New York is about as far north as I've been. Really? But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I haven't traveled. You ever go to Boston? 
My sister lives over there, so yeah. Really? I travel oh, there we, often. Yeah, we should have <laughs> went to go see her. Um, but yeah, we uh, we went up to uh, Newton, Newton, Massachusetts there. So had a nice little stay up there and uh, overnighted it. Met uh, a lot of great people from Ally Racing. Um, hung out with a lot of awesome people at the Newton Firehouse. And our friends in New Hampshire Motor Speed were there, too. Yeah, yeah, they came up um, and uh, had, had a great time. Great food. Lots of great food up there. Uh, Kevin's looking at me like I'm, like he's bored. So, uh, do you, you want do you want to talk about the trip? No, let's talk about the main point though. You know, I'm we were we, there. We, I'm uh, trying to recap our trip, Kevin. We joined our friends at Ally Racing. We had a great time out there, and their pit crew is what they were calling it. Yeah, uh, we were on mile 17 of the Boston Marathon, so that's a little bit past halfway. If I did my math correctly, heart, heart 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 attack hill, heartbreak hill. I forget what the name. Of it. it was heart something hill. We drove up that hill in a car, and I'm like, they have to run up this after running 17 miles. Yeah. Kevin, you should have tried it. Just, oh, just the hill part. Just walk, just walking to we, where we, we walked were. a mile and a half from yeah. our hotel to, the, to where we were, and Kevin, he looked hey. like he was going to collapse. <laughs> but, but shout out to the all the participants, man. I knew that there was a lot of people that that ran the Boston Marathon, but actually seeing them run by, it was like an it, it literally it never ended. No, it was constant stream of people from and, the time it started, and the atmosphere was crazy because, what with the constant stream of people running by, the cheers never stopped. Like yeah. people were cheering them on all right. day. Long. And it we weren't crazy. even downtown. Like I right. can't even imagine what it's like downtown when you're running through the streets and there's yeah. people right. everywhere. And then, obviously, the man we were looking for Jimmy was Johnson. seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson. He finally uh, got to us there. Uh, he had a great uh, run time. He did it in three hours, nine minutes, seven seconds. So that's that was incredible. that was really good. I think his his uh, goal was three hours, and yeah. pretty much hit that by my standards. Yeah. Oh no, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> he right? got it. Yeah, yeah. If he's, and if he's disappointed about nine minutes, I mean, I can't speak for him, but when he walked, he, when he Ran by us. He was looking good. No, he, he looked like good. he was in good shape. Yeah, and uh, I mean that's only an hour off the winning time. Yeah, like the hour, the winning time was like two oh two minutes or two hours and seven minutes something yeah. like that, which is incredible to think yeah. that like Jimmy Johnson's only an hour off the winner. Yeah, which an hour may seem like a long time, but after twenty se- ap- yeah after twenty seven <laughs> miles, uh, an hour's not bad. Yeah, it would take me an hour to do a mile. Congratulations, Jimmy. You know, he earned it. He has his off weekend now, so hopefully he's resting up. But uh, to Bordega. run to run the race at Richmond, though, and, and then two days later run the Boston Marathon, that's a pretty big accomplishment, I know, for him. For sure. So it was really cool to, to see him and, and cheer him on with his uh, sponsor, Ally Financial. What else we got going on this week? And I didn't, I didn't go with you guys, but I saw it from, like, Instagram and Twitter. You guys were posting Yeah, how'd we it, do? So you did really well. Did we? Really okay. well. I felt like I was there with you guys. Good. That's that's what we're trying Good to spirit. do. That's it, what we're trying to do. It was tough with all those people there. It was kind of tough to get uh, some some tweets out and stuff like that yeah. too. So because th- there's so many people that go out um, and watch that event. I mean, it was packed. Packed. Yeah, I mean, sh- Twenty twenty seven miles of yeah. street was packed with people. Yeah. Everywhere. And, and we only walked a little bit of that, you know. Yeah. And and people come from far and wide to to come watch that. So. It was a f- it was a fun trip. It was a fun event, and uh, yeah, we got some other stuff uh, coming up at Pocono Raceway, um, and maybe we'll get to it at the end. But why don't you uh, why don't why don't you say we uh, get to our friend Harvey here and get him on the get him on the line? Yeah, let's give Harvey a call. All right, so we have Harvey now on the line. Harvey, we uh, we've talked a couple times. We uh, we met at the motorsports show for the first time this year. I know you've had a lot of conversations with uh, Ricky Durst o- over the years here at Pocono Raceway. Uh, so thank you for joining us today. No problem. Thanks for having me. So if you would uh, tell the could you tell the fans listening a little bit about you know your story um, on how many years you've been coming to Pocono Raceway? How did you choose Pocono Raceway? And and uh, a little bit about yourself if you would. 
Well, I am 50 years old. I am a father of two beautiful children, Matthew and Tegan, beautiful wife, Shannon, who uh, actually lets, lets me do what I like to do, and that's go to a racing. And um, basically how I found Pocono was something me and my brother were talking about from early 95 on into 99. And um, it was 1999 that we finally did it. We bought, uh, we started around turn three, uh, picked up seats there, and then um, slowly, year after year after year, worked our way down the, 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 the grandstands there. And um, finally came up with the seats that I finally like, which is around turn one at the end of the, pit, uh, at the uh, end of pit road. And um, from there, uh, 1999 to now, it's been 20 years since I've been going to Pocono. And um, have I gone to different tracks to see races? I've been to Charlotte, yes, which is a great race. I've been to Dover, which is not, you know, and that's on the Nationwide Series, which is now the Xfinity. But you know, I just, it didn't feel home. So, uh, after a few years of going to Pocono, it was just, um, it was the right thing. It was the right fit. It was my home track. It was upstate Pennsylvania. It was beautiful. It's, you go there June and July. And back then it was actually early August. Just, just the atmosphere of the track itself, the smelling of the fuel, the burning tires, the, the cars revving in your ear, the, the access to the drivers, the, you know, my first year blew me away. And I couldn't believe you actually could walk up to a Jimmy Johnson or back then it was Dale Earnhardt and um, Rusty Wallace and, and you know, uh, Bobby Labonte and Terry Labonte. And I mean, I'm like looking at all these guys and my heroes. Yeah, you said it there, Harvey. I mean, uh, we hear it all the time about the fan access uh, here, not only at Pocono Raceway, but with, uh, with NASCAR in general is, you know, being able to get that close. You know, you don't see that in the other stick and ball sports where you can get that close to the athletes uh, that, that, that you're out there watching. You know, do you have any good stories about, you know, meeting any drivers in particular that uh, you can share? Um, well, well, one was Brendan Gone, which was really funny, um, but it has a few choice words that I can't say right now, but uh, <laughs> I'll kind of make it hopefully as funny as he did. Um, he was going down the line of pit road because back then you were allowed to stand on pit road and drivers would come in from practice or qualifying and, um, Brendan Gone was coming down the line and he would sign for certain people, but then skip some people and then people got mad at him and he would, he, they would say a few choice words to him, you know, and Brendan Gone started walking away and we asked a bunch of us yelled for Brendan to come over and he goes, as long as you guys don't say the F word or anything else, I'm pretty cool with coming over because these guys up here are just cursed me out. I was like, oh, my God. No, no, we're not going to do that down here. We're not going to do that down here. And um, he was pretty cool about that and came down. And the other, the, the other story was uh, Tony Stewart was right after him coming out. Because back then they would come out at the end of pit road and come out to their cars because their cars were waiting for them in line and go out to qualify. And Tony Stewart came out, started waving at people, and people were asking him to come over and sign. He wasn't qualifying right away. He was just going to go stand next to his car. And then I yelled, diecast. Just blurred out diecast. I don't know why. He made a U-turn and came over and signed for everybody who had diecast. Hmm. It was just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I guess, but it, I guess he likes diecast. It was kind of cool. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess the magic word out there is diecast because you buy it, they'll come over and sign it. Well, there you go, fans. You stand in an autograph alley, yell diecast, maybe your driver will come over. Yeah, I mean, it was that. It just it just strikes me funny. I don't know if it'll strike anybody else funny, but it was just you know everybody was like thanking me, like thank you for yelling that. I, you know, it's Tony Stewart. He's like, you know, NASCAR's Winston Cup champion, Spring Cup champion. I mean, he's like larger than life to some people, you know. And mm-hmm. you know, he just came over and signed for people, and I was like, thank you, Tony, thank you. And now he's my team owner for Stuart Haas Racing, which is I'm a fan of. And, you know, it's, you know, NASCAR is just a fun sport. And um, where is it going now? I have no clue. But um, it's a fun sport and a fun fan sport. And especially at Pocono, with you guys, along with the staff there and everybody else, really trying to make the fans comfortable. And that's what makes me come back year after year. And you that, make me feel comfortable. That's that's our goal, hundred percent. Like you said, you don't know where NASCAR is going. Um, we all have pretty a kind of idea of what you know NASCAR's future is going to look like based on what they're telling us. Um, it, it's going to be. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Everything's going to be great. Um, it's uh, turning a little even more toward the fan experience on the grandstand side. Um, that's what we're looking to do for this year. We have some big plans in the works to make that grandstand fan experience even better than it's ever been. Right. Um, but you know NASCAR and the tracks as a whole are doing a much better job than I think they ever have in the past. And it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and see where that goes. Um, you mentioned you've sat in pretty much every seat in the grandstand, right? Every, every, pretty, every area you can. Um, pretty much every section. Yes. So you, you're in, you're in down towards turn one now that down at, uh, in the, the last section, yes, the, the very, last very last section. Um, yep, four rows from the top. Is that your favorite that you've ever sat in? Or is there another one that kind of stands out? Personally, like I said, where I sit now, your question is right. It, it is the best that I've sat in um, because I get to see them coming around turn one. And when they, when they start, when that green flag flies, they're flying around turn one. They're not taking, they're flying. And um, you see most of your rubbing and, and uh, bumping and grinding all around that uh, turn one and going up the long pond straight away. And when you hear them cars going up the long, long pond straight away over the tunnel turn, you can, you can still feel it in the grandstand there. People are going bonkers over when that race starts. And about 50 laps in, they're still going crazy and coming around. And then, boom, right down the, the longest straightaway in NASCAR. And it's on from there. I mean. I love it down there. Um, I've been coming myself for probably close to 20 years. And I actually last year when Kevin and I were out doing Seat of the Weeks, I kind of discovered, you know, basically your seats. And I was like, these are great. This is great. Why don't we ever come down this far? Like, this is a great area. You see so much from up here. Um, so, yeah, I'll have to agree. The, uh, the grandstands toward the end of turn one are, are one of my favorites as well. You know, everybody wants to sit in the middle, and that's fine. That's fine. It's a long grandstand. It's it's beautiful no matter where you sit at this track. It's it's just the open air. you you got cars. you got people cheering. You're having a beer, having a snack with your friends. And it's just it's an all-around family atmosphere. And the reason why I say family now is because my son's getting into it, Matthew. I started bringing him three years ago to the Xfinity Series, him and my daughter. And my daughter loved it. I'm, I mean, I, I, I have it on Facebook, on my Facebook page, on video, um, of them jumping up and down when the cars come down the straightaway at the start-finish line because that's where we actually sit for these Xfinity races. And uh, 
last year was the first year my son actually spent a race weekend with me, and it was probably my best ever weekend at Pocono. My best. He made it so much fun for me because I've lost a few friends here and there, you know. Mm. Uh, time takes its toll on a lot of people. And, um, you know, not to get grim or anything, but it's we lose friends throughout the years, you know. And um, some friends have passed on, and I still keep that tradition going. I have a jacket that I wear with their names embroidered in it. And um, But it was bringing my son last year was really the pinnacle of what I want to show him of what his father enjoys. And he had a blast. He had a blast. And I didn't think he was going to, you know? That's awesome. I mean, the, 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 the mountains area itself is a beautiful place. And like you said, you, you notice that section as you sat there and you think now that they're killer seats, which they are. And that's why I haven't given them up for the last 15 years. Cause it was the first five years that I started moving down and I've kept them ever since. And, um, he was like, dad, this is, this is the best. Cause you're the sun, the open air. It, it's just different there. You know, it's, you know, and then you're great racing on top of it, man, with, with about two, three hours of racing. You can't beat that, you know, and that lives with my son forever. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's a great story. And that's, you know, that's what we like to hear, man, because, um, we are a, a family uh, owned track, obviously, and family is a big part of what, uh, what we promote here at Pocono Raceway. You know, we, we announced that kids are free, uh, 12 and under starting, uh, this year. So, so that's going to be really fun for us. And hopefully with that, we'll create, um, more, um, experiences like you and, and your son were able to have. So that's a really cool story. And thank you. Thanks for sharing that. That's uh, really cool. You uh, you mentioned uh, a little bit about like the Pocono Mountains. Uh, do you guys get out uh, and do anything in the Pocono Mountains when you're up here, or, or do you just come up for the races? Basically, it's just a race weekend. Like I'll um, I'll take the family up to a friend of mine who has a house up there, and we'll go to mm -hmm. Bushkill Falls, or we'll go to Camelback in the winter time for nice. uh, for some tubing and stuff. Nice. <clears throat> but basically, it's uh, once we're up there for race weekend, it's it's Pocono the house house to the racetrack. And, um, yeah, it's, you know, I, I haven't gone to another racetrack since because it's just, I look forward to, to that race weekend. And, um, now with the condensed schedule for 2020, you know, you just see how that feels, you know? Yeah. We're excited. Yeah. We're excited about it. You know, I, I think that the big thing is where else are you going to get that amount of racing in, in a weekend? You say you come up for the weekend. So, you're looking at a truck race, a cup race, Xfinity race, and then another cup race uh, all in one weekend. So it, it, it should be a lot of fun uh, in 2020 for sure. Well, on top of everything yeah. that else that happens on Friday and everything else that happens yeah. in the infield and on the grandstand side, it's going to be a, an action-packed yeah. weekend next year. Yeah, we're excited right. about that for sure. So I think my next question for you is if you had to give recommendations to fans coming up, what would you recommend them them checking out when they're at Pocono Raceway? You know, is it, is it getting that pit paddock pass or is it a – a certain thing they have to check out in fanfare. What uh, what are some things you like to do before the race starts, and then obviously uh, during the race? Well, now that they got the, the haulers back, which is which is awesome, um, I would say definitely you get the whole package because it's basically um, a fun weekend from Friday, actually Thursday night when you actually come and see the haulers. Sometimes come in. Um, now I think they come in on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it all depends uh, on the NASCAR schedule and when yeah. the, the actual hollers come in. But 
I come up Thursday and I'll see the hauler sitting somewhere or, and I'll talk to a driver or they'll be at their hotel just relaxing. And um, um, you see them come in on Friday morning uh, or even Thursday night late sitting at the track waiting to go get into the track. Um, but um, definitely get the whole package, the pit paddock pass, and the um, because the infield is where it's at. I mean, watching them cars close up and especially watching them practice and come in, you're literally five feet away from them. I mean, that's it. You are as close as you are to your own car at home. And just the sound of them. And, uh, and like I said, the fuel, the tires, the drivers, uh, even the employees there and the volunteers. God bless the volunteers. They, they help out a lot. And um, Doc Mattioli, when he did this, God bless Doc, because uh, he used to stand there in the um, – in the grandstand area and shake everybody's hand and uh he would meet a lot of the fans and i've met him numerous times god bless him i thank him and the mattioli family for keeping this track the way it is family oriented but yeah getting back to what the question was i'm sorry i got off track um definitely get the whole package the pit paddock pass the um the garage tour uh go out to the fanfare bring the family bring the kids it's it's action-packed from Friday to Sunday. No matter what you do there, you are going to enjoy yourself, and you're going to spend a lot of time doing it. I, I love that you just dropped that little line there. Um, we, our, our president, Ben May, um, one time in an interview somewhere, I don't even remember where it was at this point, uh, kind of looked at the camera and just said, yeah, bring the kids, bring the family. And uh, ever since then, Kevin's kind of adopted that line. And it honestly, it needs to be a T-shirt, I think, around here, because you're right, that's – we, we hear from you. We've heard it from other people. We say it ourselves. Bring the kids. Bring the family. Have a great weekend of family-oriented fun at Pocono Raceway. Yeah. You stand by the media center, and you'll see some of the top drivers come in to do their uh, media session uh, when you have the pit paddock pass. And and you see the fathers and sons there, and sometimes the moms, mm -hmm. you know? And everybody's having a good time. I mean, it's just, you know... It gets a little crowded. You bump into people. Hey, it happens. Hey, everybody, you know, we're sorry. It's no big deal. You know, we share a beer later on, you know, and um, that's exactly what it is. There's no enemies there, no fights, no no drama, no nothing. It's a relaxed weekend, and everybody's just so kind. The NASCAR family itself is, um, how would I say, just like their own little um crowd you know the people are just so kind if you have a barbecue people are inviting you over to their barbecues uh so sharing sharing a beer having chit chat you'll park them uh, to a stranger but by the end of the day they're your friend they're changing phone numbers yeah we hear, we hear that story so many times who people just come up here and they meet and they, they meet in kind of ways just like that they bump into each other along the way next thing you know they're they're hanging out at each other's campsites having a couple beers and um yep. then then next they end up camping. Know, next, next thing to each you know, other. they're camping next to each other for the next twenty years, and this, that's yeah. the only time they see one another mm -hmm. is during race weekend. And and that's that's the truth. And the drivers, and this is something new that I found out recently, that you'll see Brad Keselowski or um, um, uh, Joey Logano, and, or sometimes Jimmy Johnson in the golf cart with a bunch of um, oh yeah, their sponsors uh, stuff and giving it out to fans who are fans of the driver. You know, and I think um, I think you're gonna see more of that going forward too. Brad yeah. kind of started setting that presence a couple of years ago. He'd he'd bring yeah. bring cases of beer out to his, his fans and stuff. Uh, yeah. More and more drivers are doing it, and I think this year there's gonna be even more. And even Kyle Busch. I mean, 
he stops at campsites and signs people's flags. I, I, yeah. I see. And it's that's what's cool, you know, and I respect Kyle Busch. I don't hate him. I respect him. He treats the fans great. You know, I'm a Harvick fan. Everybody hates Harvick. <laughs> I feel like he's the new uh, man in black now. But uh, <laughs> I, I've been a Harvick fan since Kevin came in, into the truck series. And, you know, when when Dale died, God rest Dale's soul, um, he brought out that black – Richard Childress and Kevin came out in that 29. And, oh, my God, I was I was in tears. I was like, oh, this is – You I and actually, me both, Harvey. You and I me get, both. Rockingham was the place to be. That in Dover, you know, especially when 9-11 happened. Uh-huh. Dover was the first race of um, – uh, of this, of uh, uh, when 9/11 happened, mm-hmm. um, but Rockingham right after Dale died, and uh, wow, that 29 came out, and I was, I was so proud of him. And me, you know, the the race car drivers have their fan clubs and stuff, and you know, I've gotten to know Kevin throughout the years because I've joined his fan club. I went to his fan club gatherings out in Kernersville, North Carolina, when he had his truck team and everything else. And you know, I can, I. I he still knows me by face. He doesn't know me by name, but you know, I could walk up to him and he'll be like, "Hey, how you doing? It's been a long time, you know." And uh, I just put a smile on my face because uh, I just, you know, sorry, I'm dragging. dragging. No, no, you're doing good. No, that's we, great. We, we, I think, I think the time has come though. We gotta start uh, wrapping things up. So, Harvey, before we go, um, do you have any last words of wisdom? Last for, words. You last said that so like wisdom. <laughs> For for the for the fans and the folks listening to this podcast, and what are you looking forward to this year, uh, 2019, when when your race comes around? One heck of a good weekend, man! I tell you, because I I miss it every year, and I want to get back up there as soon as possible, and uh, just have a good time. Meet up with some friends, meet up with a lot of people, and uh, just just hang out, you know? Because believe it or not, um, it's it's a fun sport. It's a very fun sport with with the stuff that's going on with basketball, football, and all that other stuff. We don't have that stuff in NASCAR. It's an all-American sport. That's what America's all about, man, NASCAR and fun. I so get it. your ticket. Come on out to Pocono. You'll have a great time. I promise you. You know, I'll buy you a beer. There it is. There it is, race fans. You heard it. So if you see Harvey r- walking around on on uh, race weekend, he he says it right here on this podcast. He'll buy you a beer. So <laughs> come find come find Harvey. Hey, thank you so much for uh, for giving us a call today. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, thank you for sharing your story with all the fans. Well, thank you for having me. You actually brought me to tears there a few times, man. Talking about my son, you know, yeah. and my daughter having a good time. That's all. So thank, thank you. you very much for having me. I appreciate that, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Harvey. How about that? That was that was some awesome uh, stories from Harvey there. Yeah, that was really cool. Really neat stories. I liked it. Really cool guy. So we got some other big news that has just been announced, Kev. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Whoa. <laughs> All right. I need we're, to add that for the suspense. <laughs> we're heading back to Philadelphia. We're coming to the city of brotherly love. And not yeah. just us. And not just us. Yeah, not if, just us. We're joining our friends at uh, Comcast Xfinity there uh, for the Xfinity Takeover this year again. Xfinity year number four of the Philadelphia Is it already takeover. been year four? That's right. Year number four of the Xfinity Series Philadelphia Takeover. How cool is that going to be? That's going to be a lot of fun, man. There's, uh, there's a lot of drivers coming out. There's a lot a of fun lot things of planned for those drivers. Um, it's a little bit different this year. Yeah, we're it's gonna a fun-filled have, uh, time. 
yeah, it's right. it's going to be pretty fun. Uh, we have all the graphics out on our social feeds and everything like that. So the full schedule that is there. But uh, going to s- kind of start things off with a little NASCAR night at the at the Phillies game on the 14th of May. And Market then calendars. Market calendars. Wednesday, obviously, is that main event uh, that you guys have know have all come to know and on love. On the Comcast Plaza. Comcast Plaza, same place uh, as it was in, in year p- years past here. Um, you have the opportunity to meet a lot of the NASCAR Xfinity Series drivers, um, as well as uh, get some autographs, and then uh, burnouts. Gonna have some burnouts. Lots of burnouts. Gonna That's have exciting. a little parade on the streets of Philadelphia. That's gonna be exciting to see. Some tire changing. I the heard they're getting some a bus. Stops. There's gonna be a bus. A yeah, bus it's gonna be driver a double decker bus. No, so right? anybody who's come to the Xfinity Series the past three years has seen what we do when we kind of spread it out um, throughout the day, throughout the city. Um, it's a little more condensed this year, which yep. is going to be awesome. Uh, we're still going to be throughout the city, yeah. Um, but it's going to be a shorter time frame and harder hitting, and uh, and the night before. So you know, there's a yeah. lot of stuff going on. Um, at the Phillies game, uh, with Bryce Harper, Bryce, yeah. Bryce, Broadway Bryce. Yeah. So come on out. May f- that's May 14th and 15th. That's a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Come on out. Join our friends at Xfinity and uh, Dover Speedway. They're going to be there too. So come on out and hang out and meet us. Meet the drivers. Maybe get some free tickets, I've heard. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of free stuff going on. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool if I was walking down the streets of Philadelphia and someone handed me two tickets to the NASCAR Xfinity race. The Pocono Green 250 recycled by J.P. Mascaro and Sons? That one. That June one? June 1st. Oh, yeah. I get free tickets to that if I come to Philadelphia on that day? I mean, you get free tickets anyway, but yes, anyone else who comes to... I never uh, got a free ticket. Well, You're working point. that day, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, that's your free ticket. That's your free ticket. Um, so yeah, but anybody else I who took is off that in day. <laughs> oh, you took that day. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll talk. We'll have to talk to Heaney when this is over. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be cool. So come get your tickets. Come see the drivers. Come see the burnouts. Come see the pit stops. Come see the first pitch. Come see everything else that's going on that day. Philly, we're coming for you. Philly. Hey. So uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, this episode of the podcast. I, I I mean, I didn't know what to expect when we called Harvey. I, I've. Uh, I knew that's exactly what we were gonna get, man. Great heartwarming stories from Harvey. We met him one time, and I knew we were gonna get heartwarming stories. He's he's one of uh one of the many 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 great fans that we get here at Pocono Raceway uh, to come on out. So thank you, Harvey, for calling into that. <laughs> um, we're hoping to do more of these fan podcasts. Um, the, you know, we we try to get as many drivers as we can, but right. you know sometimes you just can't get a driver. Like it's it's Easter's coming up; they're all on vacation, so spending time with the fam. They're spending time with the fam, so. What better time to give yeah. one of our fans a call and, and let them tell their story? So if you got if you want to be a, a guest possibly on our podcast, um, how we're going to kind of do this is uh, we have our fan spotlight blog, which we which we mentioned uh, a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Um, now on uh, if you go to pokenarysport.com slash fan spotlight, um, there's also uh, a box there, and you could check off if you're interested in possibly doing the podcast. Uh, and if uh, if we can get you into the podcast, we'll try to have you on. Yeah. So go to uh, pokenarysway.com slash fan spotlight and uh, fill out that form. Um, if, if if we don't have uh, a space for you on the podcast, we're definitely going to uh, get your fan spotlight blog out there. Um, so you can you can fill out that form and we'll be in contact. We want to tell you. as many fan stories as we possibly can. That's the can. goal. Absolutely. That's among, the goal. Amongst selling tickets and talking to even drivers. If it's been, even if you, you were uh, just here for your first time in 2018, or if you're coming for your first time in 2019, we still want to hear your story. Yeah, what do you or if you've been coming s- for coming? 20 years, yeah, just like Harvey. So we thank Harvey for for that and and uh, joining us on this podcast. Yeah, man. So uh, what are you guys wh- doing tonight, dude? I think tonight, Tuesday. Tonight's Tuesday. Oh, yes. Thursday. But this podcast Thursday. is on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys that. doing um, the next uh, three nights? Uh, probably just hanging out with the fam, man. Just guess chilling. what I'm doing. 
Uh, probably going to some sort of bar for some sort of food nope. special. Nope. What? Going to a lake. Oh, yes. Fishing season up here. Oh, the I trout. It's about trout, that. right? Mm-hmm. Opening season for trout. PA mm-hmm. Fish and Game Commission would be uh, very proud of you for getting That's your right. license and going out for trout season. Isn't one of our partners the fishing and boating? That's why I just dropped that line. PA that. Fish and Boat Commission. Look at that. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I'm doing after work for the next three days. Yeah, we got Easter coming up. So, uh, hopefully, you guys and all of our fans have a great yes. uh, great holiday weekend. Yes. Um, get some, some rest, relaxation, good food, family time, and get ready for next week. Come back around the triangle Monday morning. We're going to tell you guys everything about uh, our Easter weekend <laughs> since there was no race. And uh, talk about what we're looking forward to at Talladega. Speaking of Talladega, happening. speaking of Talladega, we, we are having a watch party, too. Yes. That benefit uh, uh, charity, the United Way. United Way, yes. Of Pocono Mountains. Sorry, I just got so excited <laughs> that we were bringing this up, and I almost totally forgot to mention it. Um, so, yeah, come on out uh, to Barley Creek's new tasting room. At the crossing. At the crossing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Alex, excited yep. for on that. On Sunday. Sunday the 28th. Yep. Sunday the 28th, uh, starting 2 at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. 2 to 7. Some proceeds will be going to United Way, right? Yeah, Pro- some proceeds of uh, proceeds of everybody's purchases and, and stuff there is going to go to the United Way. Uh, helps people out. And... Uh, it's going to be awesome. Plus, you know, eat some great food, drink some great beverages, and watch some great racing from Talladega. And some of our members of our fan council will be there. So you yeah, can, meet you some can fan council members. Chat with them because... Maybe, maybe we'll do... We should, we should record a podcast with them. I think Just we should go live down. on Sunday. Yeah. That Sunday. Oh, we'll go live. we're all going to be there. Live. From we're going to do the, room. the pre... Uh, hey, pre around the triangle. Hey, so, we, yeah. So around since the we, ball. UW. PokemonRacer.com slash UW. Learn all about that event. Um, since we didn't do a round triangle this week because we were at the Boston Marathon, what do you say we guys drop our Talladega picks right here? Talladega Cause picks? We, yeah, because we have that whole, like, quote-unquote fantasy league going. Okay. Um, yeah, but we, were, we spoke about this earlier. It's this coming Monday that we say it because then it's Talladega Sunday because this week we have off. Yeah, you're right. So you got to watch around. So here's yeah, the deal. you got to watch around the triangle on Monday morning and learn what our picks are going to be. Where can yeah. people watch that I'm video? I'm still winning. On Facebook, 10 a.m., Way Facebook. So what JJ's trying to say is also follow us on all of our social <laughs> media channels. Make sure you like and subscribe and, and tell your friends about this podcast because, honestly, we wouldn't do this podcast if no one listened to it. So thank you yes, to yes. all the so listeners. Yes, like, rate, review. Review. We only got one review on there. Somebody to review us. Tell us how great we are. Tell us how great or how bad we are. Or how bad we are. Yeah. You we'll need, you need uh, creative criticism, customized <laughs> criticism. <laughs> Constructive <laughs> criticism. Constructive criticism. Folks, you're getting a, you're getting a view into what we deal with every day. Kevin's <laughs> Kevin's got mush mouth most days, so he knows what he wants to say, but just the words don't come out right. That's correct. It's, be, it's been a long couple hours of of doing this this live talking thing, and I'm not used to it anymore. <laughs> Got to get right. the bugs out here. So, like, rate, review, iTunes, Spotify, Audio Boom. This is everywhere. Yeah, so check out PoconoRaceway.com slash UW for the great United Way event we're having on the 28th with, uh, at the Tasting Room in Barley Creek. Go to PoconoRaceway.com slash Dryden to learn more about the Seed of the Week and the offer there. Uh, go to PoconoRaceway.com slash podcast to watch the rest of the episodes. What else? You're I think we threw a lot out you're there. You're just a <laughs> promo king. We yeah. need to have like a, a sheet. Um, that, that I want reads. I need a sponsor so I can do a live read. Hey, who I wants really to sponsor do. the podcast? I need we. We need a sponsor for this podcast because I want to do live reads. Everybody watches the Dale Jr. Download, right? Listens to the Dale Jr. Download. 
Like I've heard it once. They do they do live reads nice. all the time. I want to be like Dale. I want to watch Teal try to say memorabilia and authenticate. <laughs> authenticate it. Authenticity. Authenticity. I want to be I want to be the Mike Davis to you to 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 the Dale Junior that is Kevin Teal when mm. you're trying to trying the to speak. The Mike Davis to my Dale Junior. Yes, that's exactly what I want to be. Hell, if I'm Dale Junior, I'm all bored. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got you got a beer, like. All right, but anyway. That's it for this week's episode of the Pocono Raceway Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we'll catch you next week. Catch you next week. You were going to ramble more, so I had to cut you off. Listen to the music, Kevin. Hey, Porter and Sales, go download this song, please. Click the link below.